welcome back another day, another vlog, special edition today. Uh, it's a bigger day, Apple iPhone event. It's a huge day for us Apple phone or Apple phone, the Apple phone, Apple users uh, to get a new phone. And this year is an upgrade year for me. So even more important because I actually get to get a new phone because I think it's, it's iPhone 10, which is three, four years old now. So uh be good to get something new so i'm gonna get stuck straight in it i do have some other other little news i'll run that at the end if i've got time uh go through all the stuff that happened at the event first of all the it the leaks that we got the other day from kang were pretty much spot the dog um i've got to say wasn't far off i i would assume somehow he got that video i don't know how he got it uh, there'd probably be some people getting sacked somewhere because, yeah, he had pretty much all the details. By the time he translated over, it wasn't far off the mark. So that was pretty uh, pretty amazing to see that like a week out, someone's been able to, or at least four or five days out, get hold of that Apple video and uh, translate it and then, yeah, just sort of get it. So it's very, very... I think Apple's got some security concerns there they're going to have to address. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty much everything we sort of heard from that uh, leak. And we'll go right through it again just to confirm it all. So there was that uh, little home HomePad Mini. Uh, it's got um, all sorts of different things. If you're into home automation and stuff like that, it'll work with your phones. There was a couple of good things from it. Um, it back this 99 bucks american so it's going to be about 150 australian that's good it'll play your music it'll sync up with all the iphones in the house it will also identify different users voices so you must be able to somehow set up so if you've got a family three or four of you in the house you can set up to your voice so in the morning when you come in and say hey siri how are you it knows you and it can address your daily uh, reminders and uh, calendar events and stuff like that so I thought that was actually pretty cool with it um, that might actually be sort of useful um, generally it's uh, with a three-year-old in the house there's not a lot a lot of music getting played uh, because he's sleeping trying we're trying to get him to sleep most of the time so music wise I'm generally headphones and stuff anyway the other good thing about that with the headphones in regards when I'm working uh, if you want to leave a message and you're in a, in a decent sized house with an upper level and bottom level and the kids in the room and you've got dinner on, you can basically say, hey Siri, tell everyone dinner's ready, uh, even if they've got headphones on. Sorry, oh. I didn't quite catch that. Could you please repeat it? <laughs> um, and she'll be able to tell them and it'll go straight through into their headphones and send them a message. So there's no longer you have to scream out and yell, ah, dinner's ready. So I thought actually that was quite handy aspect of it, that it uh, syncs, I guess, syncs into the whole Apple system. So if you are in home automation and stuff like that, very cool. It's a smaller unit than the actual other one that they released earlier in the year. So a little bit more form factor. And I think from reports and other stuff read on it, uh, it will also help mesh, not a full mesh system for your internet, that'll help sort of in that aspect of getting reception and stuff around the house for big houses. So 
that on a whole was, I guess, a, a good thing, but not really what it was all about. It was all about the iPhone 12. That's what we wanted to know. Uh, there's some good things that come out of it. And a lot of that revolves around the release dates, the bad things about the prices, uh, as always. But, and let's get stuck into it. I'm gonna go straight to the good stuff. There goes my pen. Rightio, so we know about the iPhone 12. Uh, it's definitely mini. You've got the mini, you've got the 12, you've got the Pro, you've got the Pro Max. That's the four we knew we were gonna get. In the mini and the 12, you've got the five colors. You've got red, white, blue, uh, black, and they, they call it a green. It's very soft sort of green, but that's all in there. <clears throat> uh, pretty much everything hardware-wise, uh, there was a cup, there's only really one big difference with the Max, and that was the, a different sensor in the camera, and obviously the Pros have the three cameras. Uh, everything else, chip-wise, we've got that A414 Bionic, that's all in there. So hardware-wise, pretty much all across the board, all very much the same. So that was good. Uh, brightness is up. Uh, the 1200 nits of brightness, they've got this new HDR Super Retina um, screen, which is supposed to be pretty darn good. Now, part of that as well is a glass. They've, they've put a ceramic built into the glass. It's not a coating. It's built into the glass, a ceramic uh, crystals that basically give it hardness. They, they're saying up to four times better for drop protection and stuff like that. I think you're still going to need a case, um, but this should, I guess, allow you to get a little bit better life, more chance of making it to your next upgrade. So that's a, always a good thing. Um, now, other thing across the board, all 5G, um, that's pretty much that. It's all millimeter waves. We, we heard the rumor, it's definitely confirmed now, that's 100%. Verizon also come out, if you are in the States, Verizon come out and said announced today that they expanded their 5G network millimeter wave to a national grid. Uh, they're pumping a ton of money into getting into major facilities, shopping centers, movies, sporting facilities, all those sort of things. That's pretty much their first attack because then it gives you, that's where it's going to be needed the most. You imagine 50,000 people all trying to get on the internet. You go to a concert, it's a nightmare when you get a phone. So that 5G is going to make a massive difference in those areas. So that's where they're attacking first. Um, they've redesigned the body to suit. They've got a whole, the outside aerials, they've got more 5G aerials on the phone uh, and it's a lot better set up. So that's come all really good so that'll be very cool i think the 5g will make a big difference in australia i don't know how that's going to go but the beauty of it is it has a smart smart data mode so if you're not using 5g if you can't get capable the capability or you're not doing lots of downloads or data stuff uh, it'll just switch back to 4g to save your battery which we heard about and that was all confirmed and that's probably a good thing for people outside those uh, I guess for first world countries that have real internet, <laughs> not like Australia. So uh, it'll be good there. Verizon are saying in the areas where they've tested it, uh, obviously you've got to have a good, you've got to have 5G signal. Uh, they're getting anywhere up to 3.5 to 4 gigs a second. Gigs. That's insane. That's bye bye NBN. If they could get this right, 
uh, you wouldn't need Ambien and that would just be a total waste of money. So that's insane. Uh, it's really good for me because obviously I work in a mine site. Uh, if they can put a 5G setup out in the camp, which fingers crossed, um, that would be really cool if they did that soon. Uh, that would enable the ability of me being able to get 5G on the new phone and I can run all my work that I do after hours in my second business uh, through 5G, which would be just insane. So that would be cool. So that's a really good thing. I actually think 5G is going to be good. You add on that to what Starlink's happening with Elon Musk and the Amazon version, uh, we're looking for a bright future in regards to access to decent sort of speeds for data that enable it to actually do stuff. So that's cool. Um, now, they're, they're saying it's got a capability of up to four gigabytes uh, download and 200 megs upload. So that's, again, for us, like myself, creators, if you're doing a lot of uploads, which I do the daily show, the another day, another vlog, Monday to Fridays, uh, if you haven't subscribed, smash that subscribe now while you're here and listening. Um, get all the tech and latest stuff. So I get to put up four or five gig a day. Um, and I think on my phone, I punch it out to well go over 120 gigs a month on, just on my phone. So it's pretty easy to get that. But having 200, uh, 200 megabytes a second upload, I think now it runs at about about 15, 20 meg a second if I'm lucky on a good day. <laughs> so yeah, it uh, makes a big difference. When I'm home, it's super easy. I get like 50 to 80 meg a second, but having 200 megs on your phone would blow my home internet out of the water. Uh, and I'd probably just get rid of the NBN completely. I think it wouldn't be worth it. Just I'd just run it all out of the phone. So fingers crossed that all comes to fruition with that 5G rollout. <laughs> Uh, Telstra are one of their partners so Telfer's, Telstra's got all the major infrastructure here in Australia for the telecoms so I'm hopeful they get their act together and they dump a heap of money this year to create some jobs as well after the pandemic it'd be a good way to actually get some people out there working is to dump some money into 5G and, and really explode this thing out so fingers crossed um, now it's the A14 Bionic chip. That chip is crazy powerful. It's the first five nanometer chip uh, out there. Uh, it's insane. Six cores. They're saying the, that's the CPU's 50% faster than the iPhone 11. So that's really, really good. Uh, that's insane. Four core GPU, 50% faster graphics than the iPhone 11 Pro. Again, and this is in your base models as well. All this is in your all four models. Uh, so you're really getting some like decent specs here for a phone. You, you definitely can't go wrong. The neural engine in it's 16 core and that's 80% faster. They really just pump the juice up on this thing. Uh, that A14 is a massive, I think a massive boost and allows them to do so much more stuff uh, and, it, and the only one that benefits is basically us. It's going to be quicker um, and process stuff so much quicker. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the other aspects. Now, that works out roughly as 11 trillion operations per second. That's insanity, isn't it? It's just crazy that we've come from uh, the Nokia's. We talked about the Nokia, Nokia flip phone last week. Uh, $150 phone and how Nokia used to be the thing with just a and a ringtone was a big deal to now we've got phones to do 11 trillion operations a second um, that's just mind-boggling and to think 
that's where we are. Where are we going to be next year, the year after, the year after? It's just crazy. Um, machine learning, that's 70% faster. That's really important for the photography side as well. Um, so that's just cool. So basically, the that A414 Bionic chip is huge. And you're going to, we're probably going to see from Apple that A14 will then translate into an X model, which will be for the laptops. And that's going to be that ARM series laptop that maybe I'm assuming is going to be next month. We'll get all the other stuff, the other announcements that we've been waiting on and we didn't know when they were coming. So <clears throat> this A14 chip, uh, huge, huge repercussions and what it's going to do. And I think it's going to be, it's only positive for everyone that is in the Apple ecosystem. You're definitely going to have some great tech come out in the next 12 months. So going to be a really good year. Now, photography side, uh, there's a lot of different stuff on the base, base models. And it basically goes all the way up until the pro models. There's an extra camera, but on the, the base cameras stay the same. You've got an ultra wide 12 megapixel 2.4, five element. Uh, that's equivalent to a 13 mil with 120 degrees. So a really nice, good wide lens. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the wide lens is a 12 megapixel 1.6. That's super important. Now this is that seven element one that they talked about uh, and that's equivalent to a 26 millimeter. It's got optical stabilization and 100% of pixel focus. So you talk about 70, 80% of all your autofocus areas, well this can focus to 100% of what you're seeing. So that's from photography side, really, really good. Um, it's gonna be good. The, the low light photos they did show um, is just cool and I'm really excited about this. I'm sort of anticipating basically getting rid of my GoPro because I think the, those action cameras are pretty much going towards obsolete because now I can use my phone to do the video and I can shoot on the camera and do my photography stuff and then I can come in with the iPhone and set that up on the back tripod and do all my filming. This low light thing is the key to that because I do, do a lot of early mornings and astro stuff as you know from the channel. So I think that's going to be huge for me, that low light. So that's really, really cool. Night mode has a time lapse now, so you can do that in night night mode. There's, there's more camera stuff. I'll talk a little bit more later in, this, in the other section once we get to the pros. <coughs> uh, the MagSafe did come out. They didn't really talk too much about it. Now, it is a 15-watt charging system. There's magnets inbuilt into the back of the phone. So you, it's not a requirement to have a case that's got the magnet on it. Uh, basically, you can clip it. They, they showed off some accessories, obviously. Uh, a little leather wallet that you can put your credit cards in or they'll clip straight onto your phone, your battery charger and stuff like that. Now, there is a duo charger coming out. So one side phone, one side for your watch. Uh, and that's pretty much, and that looked like it folded up. They actually didn't talk too much about the actual charging units. And I think what Apple's done here is they've basically said, well, look, we're going to, concentrate on we'll put the we'll put the magnets in the back of the phone we'll set up all that system so it's a really simple magnet uh, use so I can just come along and, and clip stuff straight to it that will set up that system the actual charger it's a little bit too complicated they've walked away Belkin are doing some stuff they announced with well they're talking about this and I think what they've basically said is well look if, whatever you want to charge it on you can buy it we're going to leave that for the external vendors to create and design and concentrate on. We've got other bigger fish to fry, I guess. Um, here's your magnets. 
let's see what you can do now that you've got the maggots there. That's up to you guys. And I think that's actually probably a good thing. Um, spend a, I mean, spending millions of dollars just to create a proxy charger, um, and everyone's going to want different styles to suit different places in their home or travel or whatever. I think this wasn't a bad decision. So that's basically all they really announced about that. It wasn't too much. Um, but yeah, look, it's there. It's going to work really well. It's going to work with the cases. So your cases won't be like a tight fit. It'll be a magnet clip in. So that regards, I think you'll see a lot of case manufacturers now be able to go, oh, beautiful. We won't need to have that really firm fit. You know, it's a pain in the ass to get your phone in and out of your, your case. That's always been a case. So they can sort of wedge it in so it stays on. Well, now you don't have to, you'll be able to have a flush fit and it'll just, just pop straight in. So that was actually one really good benefit of the MagSafe. So looking good, that, that's something to look forward to. <clears throat> now, size-wise, the iPhone mini is going to be smaller than, if you've got an iPhone 8, it's going to be smaller than that. But the screen is bigger. So you're going to have a 5.4-inch screen. It's going to take up the whole of the phone. With the iPhone 8, you've got those two big bezels at the top. But the actual phone is going to, uh, the mini is smaller than that, but a bigger, bigger actual visible screen. So in regards, that's good. It's good to sort of get across. I think I said to the other day, uh, the iPhone 10, or even for me, with big fat fingers, trying to get across the do stuff. Uh, I, I can barely reach the other side. I wouldn't mind a, a skinnier form factor, like I guess like the Sony. But uh, so the mini, I think, will alleviate that if you really just want a phone um, and you're not into just going around and you're not into two finger texting and all that stuff, uh, the iPhone mini is going to be a great option for a lot of people. And I think that's going to sell really well for people that just want a basic phone and the bait to get into the system with a basic phone uh, and a, something easy they can chuck in the pocket. So definitely worthwhile on that regards. <clears throat> Now, it's got an IP68. They've all got an IP68 rating, so that's six metres now underwater for 30 minutes uh, and 4K60 across the board for video, so very cool. Now, into the Pro models. The Pro models, uh, colours change, your options, and I'm sort of a little bit disappointed that they don't have a red in that. Uh, the product red come out in the other ones. These colors are nice. It's a different body shape and it's different materials, obviously. So they've done about a little bit different. You get a silver, a graphite, a gold, and a blue. Now, the outer ring on that is now a state, becomes a stainless steel type. And the back is a glass now, where I think that one's aluminium with a glass. Or, or yeah, I think that one's just like an alloy or a, pl or a plastic on the base models. This goes up to a matte, or no, it's a matte glass on the back. That's what it was, a matte glass on the back with a full stainless around the outside. Now the colors do look really good. I just would have liked a red in there. I think that would have been a really good compliment to it, to have that red. The gold looks really, really nice. And that blue, new blue that they've brought out looks good. Same as the graphite and the silver, both look good. Uh, this still not ugly. But yeah, it's good to see a lot of options in the base models. And if you're after a nice, nice fun color, you definitely go there. Again, once you get a case on, it all depends on the case anyway. So, and I'm going to have to have a case. So it's, I guess that's personal preference, but very, very cool. Now they're 6.1 inch. Obviously the 12s are 6.1 inch as well. The mini's the smaller one at 5.4. And then you go up to a 6.7 on the mats. 
Now, the pros have obviously a different camera setup. Uh, they've got that third camera and they've got LiDAR now, so that's important. That LiDAR is, yeah, they talked a lot about AR in the past about LiDAR, but also what it means is for photography side is being able to focus in the dark. So that's really, really important. So, oh, excuse me. So yeah, you've got that. Uh, the tele, you got a telephoto f2 um, element, 52 millimeter max on that one, uh, and a sorry f2 on that. And on the max, you've got a f2.2 with six elements on that one as well. Also, we've got a 65 millimeter 2.5 optical for the wide, and a new 1.7 micron pixel sensor for that wide one on the max. So that max one gets that new sensor, uh, that's gonna be pretty pretty important, they're saying, for the low light stuff, so definitely check that out. Uh, that's 87% in uh, better off in low light than the previous phone, so that's a huge step, and it's sort of, I guess that's how they're gonna be trying to sell the Max, the Max is gonna be definitely uh, video-centric, the, who they're trying to push it to so but it's, it's a lot of extra money just for that little sensor i think the, the 12 pro is going to be just fine it's going to work fantastic in low light i can't see myself going up to the max just to get that that extra little sensor obviously they needed the space in there to do it i just can't go back to that big form factor it's just crazy uh that's why i've got a good camera and that's more probably important than that i think i should be fine in the other aspects now, stabilization is pretty good. They're using the sensor shift stabilization that a lot of DSLRs and mirrorless cameras use, uh, basically floating the sensor around. That gives it a lot of, uh, allows you to get up to, they're saying, two seconds shutter time handheld. So that's really cool. Obviously, you put that on a, put it onto a tripod and stuff like that. If, if when I'm filming behind, I reckon I'm going to be able to get some really good stuff and some great Insta photos and behind the scenes sort of stuff of my shoot. So I think it's gonna be really good. Now the big thing they did announce that we hadn't really heard about is this new Apple Pro Raw, and that's coming to Pro models later this year. Um, and what that allows is some big, big changes on the video front, and it's gonna give us full HDR video at 10-bit recording. So huge, huge news in that regards. You're gonna get amazing colors. The video is gonna be awesome. And you're also gonna be able to record in Dolby Vision HDR. And what that basically allows you is to, normally you get your, it's all stuck together and you can't edit some sort of things. Uh, different parts of it, like your colors when you're doing your grading and stuff like that. Well, this is gonna basically take all that information and give you separate layers. So you'll be able to, like raw photos, get full access to everything and, edit every part of the video and the photos. So it's gonna be just huge in that repart, uh, repart. <laughs> in, in that in that part. So it's gonna be really, really good. I think this HDR and this H Pro Raw is gonna be a big, big game changer. Obviously using computational photography as well on that side, but that HDR, the computational, that A14 chip allows them to be able to do all this stuff. Um, it's, I don't think this is going to be available on previous generation phones because it's not going to be able to handle the power. Uh, it's going to be huge. It'll do 4K up to 60, and it's yeah, it's looking pretty good. 
Now, availabilities. The availabilities differ, differ from the state. So if you are in Australia, it's going to be a lot different. So now the states, they're saying you could order the Pro and the Max on the 16th of October and available on the 23rd. Okay, so that's for you in the states or other places. You need to check locally. Don't, don't just go off what they said on the show. Uh, for the Mini and the 12, they're saying pre-order November the 6th and, and then available November the 13th. So I, I'm pretty sure if you take, take that with a grain of salt, if you're in the States, if you're watching from the States, that's what you need to look at. That'll be fine. 16th October, available 23rd for the Pro and the Max, and November the 6th, and available November the 13th for the Mini and the 12. Right, now to Australia. I won't tell you the American prices because you'll be able to check them out when you go check out the phone. Uh, in Australia, I can give you the prices. I've got the whole list here. Now, more importantly, so the Mini, pre-orders on the 7th of November. Base price for the 64 gig is 1,200 bucks. 128 gig, $1,300. 256 gig, 1,450 bucks. So nothing's under a thousand bucks for us. Yeah. The 12, pre-order is 16th of the 10th. Um, base 64 gig is 1350. 128 gig, 1430. 256 gig, 1600. Now the pros, the 12 Pro, 16th of the 10th for your pre-order. So 16th of this month, so that's in a couple of days. What will be 14th today? Two days. You can order the 12 and the Pro. You can pre-order them, so get ready for that. Now, the base Pro, that ups. So you start at 128 gig, and that's, uh, <clears throat> what is it here? That's $1,600 for your base. Go to the 256 gig is $1,870, and 512 gig, $2,200. 20, 22, 2,220 bucks. <laughs> the max. So the only real difference between the max and the 12 Pro is that bigger sensor on the wide for the low light. So that's really all you need to worry about on max. Unless you really want a big phone, the 12 Pro is pretty much where you need to be at for the best of the best. You're not losing out except for low light performance for video on the wide one lens. That's all you need to, that's the only real major difference. So be please beware. So that's now 7th 11th. So that's 7th of November, you can pre-order the Max. So the Mini and the Max not available, you can't pre-order them till next month. Please be aware. Different, totally different from the States. Right, now base model 1850 for the 128. 2020, that's funny. I wonder if that's going to come with free COVID. <laughs> You'll probably get sick. It's probably not going to have much of a fun time. Don't get the 256. It's going to be Zulu. <laughs> uh, 2020 uh, for the 256 and for the 512, 22,370 bucks Australian. Wow, that's a lot of coin, isn't it? Uh, I think that's what I paid for my old MacBook Pro 13 inch. When it came out brand new, it was, I think it was like 2,400 bucks for a full state-of-the-art laptop. And now that costs you a phone. 
and it had 500 gig too because that was the first 500 gig SSD and now your phone costs that. So that's crazy times. <laughs> it was only seven years ago. Wow. So look, you're looking at, if we look at the top of the level, so you're looking at uh, 1450 for the mini, 1600 for the 12, 2220 for the Pro and 2370 for the Max. So realistically, that sensor, the difference is $80, $150 to get that better sensor and a bigger phone for the Max. So if you like big phones, get the Max. Just get the Max, 150 bucks over your three, four year life that you're gonna use it, that stuff all, definitely get it. Uh, 150 bucks difference between the Mini and the 12, I guess that's gonna be all personal preference and size. If you just want a small form factor phone, I think that Mini's gonna sell uh, pretty well. It is pretty expensive. If I think if they could have got that round to down to 1350, I think it would have sold a hell of a lot better. Uh, that's for the top range, but not, or at least 999 on the base model. Uh, that needs to be under a thousand bucks. That's just 1200 bucks for a base model phone. That's pretty insane. Obviously, they're still selling the 11s there, so you can get one under there, but why would you? You'd have to be crazy. That A14 chip is really, really good. It's going to make a massive difference. And I've got no room for anything else. So I'll let you know about that stuff tomorrow. Rightio, that's it. The iPhone event, another year. We're done and dusted. Are you going to go in two days or are you going to wait next month to go that? Well, I'm going to be talking to my Telstra and putting, I think I'm going to go to the 12 Pro. That's me. I'll uh, see you all tomorrow. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you enjoyed the event. If you, had, if you watched it, hope you liked it. Let me know what you liked about it. Colors and all that stuff down below. Right, coming that way, that way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.